back to the show again. I'm your host, Todd Archer. Uh, as always, the prayer is that God has been working on your life, continually stretching you to step out of your comfort zone in order that you may grow in his will for his glory and for your growth. Well, yesterday was the victory of our eternal souls by the greatest warrior who ever lived, and that was Jesus Christ. I uh, hope that uh, your Easter was filled with great uh, times with family, uh, celebrating the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, uh, that it was full of the peace and comfort uh that you get when you choose to believe that our general in this battle on this earth is died on the cross on Friday, quiet on Saturday, and rose to victory on Sunday. Uh, great peace and uh, honor to be a part of the family that does believe as such and we are brothers and sisters in that belief and uh, take great peace and honor in being a part of that family so uh, you might have caught a couple of nuances in there of uh, Jesus being a warrior and our general in this time in our lives on this planet uh, we call Earth. Uh, and last week we were talking about the picture of Jesus and, you know, what Jesus looks like. And he is our Savior and he is kind and he is humble and he is all the great things that the church portrays him to be. But I don't think that the church portrays Jesus as the warrior that he was or that he is. Uh, I think there is a spirit, <clears throat> especially for men, to uh, always uh, have a battle to fight. And it's not necessarily just a physical battle. It could be a spiritual battle. More, than like, more so than not, it will be a spiritual battle. But we have to fight it like the warriors that God created us to be. I don't think that's always an image that is portrayed uh, because anyone who's ever been a warrior knows that it is not always the best thing to be being a warrior. It's not always the in thing to be a soldier, to be a fighter for something uh, bigger than yourself. Um, sometimes you have to be able to be spat upon uh, in a time when doing the right thing is looked down upon, like what the time we are in right now. Um, you know, uh, this idea really 
spring. I mean, it's been in my heart, uh, as you know, my 22-year military career. Uh, part of my wrestle and everything is how does this all play together? How do you love Jesus who is one that um, is loving, caring, uh, humble, and um, all the things that are nicely portrayed about Jesus uh, and the Father and the Holy Spirit. And how do you put that with the uh, only thing that in your life that has really made you come alive and that's being a part of uh, the United States military? And how does that, how do you translate that into having that spirit into following Jesus? And how do you attack it uh, with the same passion and enthusiasm and uh, strength and courage it takes to battle the truth or the people that are out there speaking against the truth and following their own will? Uh, I'll say that to say this. Uh, I'm going to promote a book right now that brought some scripture and some clarity and clarification uh, to me, and I'm so thankful that the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit uh, led me to this book. And I will say this, men and women as well, uh, that if you have not read John Eldridge's book, Wild at Heart, please go out on Amazon and get this book. Uh, read it. It is very uh, in-depth on the heart of boys, heart of men, right? That we are made and we are created to be, as the title says, wild at heart. Uh, very enlightening book in this journey that I've been on and walking me through and, and for us to... And it put me, and it put me at peace with being a warrior and being a warrior for Jesus. Um, you know, it, Exodus fifteen thirteen, after God had led the Israelites out from Egypt, <clears throat> they were singing, and it said, "The Lord is a man of war." The Lord is his name. So we see that uh, God is a warrior. You know, uh, he has always been uh, a vicious, I don't know if you say vicious, but a just and righteous leader into battle when it comes to people attack, attacking his people or bringing about justice within his people because they haven't been following his commands. Um, you know, and it's just, you see that, and sometimes I guess you could wonder that we forget sometimes that God is still around, you know, as we get into looking at, today as is, is Jesus as a warrior uh, 
um, it, it, it becomes clear and self-evident of what a great and true warrior that he is. Of course, how could he not be, right? But at the same time, it brings some clarity to looking at some of the scripture a little bit differently as far as I don't think we see it as qualities of a warrior uh, that we think as a warrior, you know, in the book, uh, Wild at Heart, it talks about William Wallace, Saving Private Ryan, you know, some of these big war movies. And you see the courage, the strength, the will to press on, uh, you know, even back in the day with John Wayne and, uh, John Wayne, Clint Eastwood, you know, these guys that were uh, rough, tough, nothing stood in their way, nothing got them down, you know, they just kept pressing forward to whatever they were trying to do, which is true and which is great, and it all inspired us, for those of you who remember it, if you're younger and listening to this show, I recommend you go and uh, watch the Cowboys and True Grit and Dirty Harry and... Uh, you know, Rawhide uh, for Clint Eastwood, Dirty Harry and Rawhide, and uh, The Good, The Bad, The Ugly, some of these spaghetti westerns that were out there. Uh, go and check those out, and uh, you'll see. But overall, I think that left out, uh, as the book said, as John Eldridge said, you know, it left out some of the more emotional side of the warrior. As a warrior, you go through things and you see things and experience things that uh, not most people would be able to handle. But as a warrior and as a soldier and as someone, uh, you see things that make you question how it could be ugly, right? And I think for my my time in Iraq and Afghanistan, the biggest the biggest thing was my faith. It was uh, we were doing it for the right reasons. Whether you agree with that politically or not doesn't really matter to me. Uh, that was my thought process uh, that. You know, we have to be the aggressor in some situations, and we have to stomp on the head of the scorpion before it bites you. When you see it, stomp on it. You know, uh, there is a lot of ugly in this world, and it's calling for us men to step up and be the warriors that God created deep in our hearts. Uh, for us to be and if we're not doing that then are we really men it's just my thoughts on on that part but the book is awesome and uh please go out and uh get it and read it and i pray that it will it will open your eyes and make you take a look at uh some things differently it has me but as we're talking about 
looking at Jesus as as a warrior, you know, we look at Second Timothy seventeen. It said, "For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power, and love, and self control." The ultimate tools of a warrior, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Those are the qualities of a true warrior. Those are one uh, that fit into the saying of, you know, it's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war, right? It's better to have the skills, have the ability to destroy something, but choose and have the self-control and the restraint never to use it. You know, and I think that... uh that's that's the key, you know, in my notes, you know, I'm saying the spirit, not a fear. I look at this as one who has come to terms with his, his or her death for the right, for the right reason, for the right cost, for the right price. You know, we've already come to the terms, and I think that's what Jesus offers us. That's what Sunday, this past Sunday offers us, the hope that we still have a bi- battle to fight here on this earth but what we do not have is a battle for our eternity Uh, when we secure that confidence and that guarantee that through our acceptance of Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior with all our heart and in our minds we understand that our eternity is already secure we no longer have to worry about that so death, ha- when it says death has no hold on us, it doesn't because no matter whether we, this body fails or gives out, that we are secure in our faith that, well, our mission was over. God has called his warrior home. It's time to for some R&R in the kingdom of heaven where we can find rest and peace and comfort. And once we come to terms with that and agree with that reality and that, that death has no hold on us, that uh, we have no spirit of fear, right? As long as we're following what God has laid on our hearts and what God's word says in the fight against evil here on this earth, Jesus' resurrection is the one that secured the victory of eternity. Satan already knows that he has lost that war, but he is still waging war on us daily. Therefore, it calls us to step up with a spirit of no fear in order to speak truth into this world for the battle of souls left on this earth to have the opportunity to choose Jesus Christ uh, in the great commission that we are called to do, and that is to spread the gospel of Jesus. And it says a spirit of power 
A true warrior has the power of internal strength as well as outward. He has the power to, as I as I talk among friends and other men, the monster that is inside. Uh, it's not really a monster, but the warrior. The warrior mindset, especially in a key battle, has to be different. You have to be willing to do the things that other people aren't willing to do in order to accomplish the mission. And that's the power of the warrior being able to turn that on and turn that off. When when it's needed, you use it and you have to be you have to do everything in that in a in a sense of love. That a love for man, knowing that it's not what you inherently want to do when it comes to being in a battle is to take another human life but that we have to trust that God is a warrior and if we are in the fight to stop the aggression towards a lesser people and God has put us in that situation then he has blessed the job that we are there to do for the love of the greater cause of protecting the weak, protecting the innocent, protecting the one who can't defend themselves. I mean, that that is our job. God did it with Pharaoh when it was after he freed the Israelites out of Egypt. Pharaoh changed his mind and was coming to get him. And God buried him under the, the ocean. So God will provide his strength and his peace and his uh, I'm, I'm searching for the word that I can't find right now, but that's all right. Anyway, he will provide us. He will provide the warriors that are needed to win the battle. And as he created us in a wilderness, you know, uh, in the garden, I mean, it was uninhabited. and He didn't have a Bible, but he did walk with God each and every day. Adam did. So that part is ingrainedly in tune as us, even as a warrior, the sense of the fight, right? And and that's what we have to have. But we all, we have to have the love <clears throat> that comes to us through Jesus and the Holy Spirit inside of us that gives us the peace to be able to go and do the things that other people aren't willing to go and do. Not because we're the judge, jury, and executioner, but because when it comes to defending the weak and the innocent and the widows and those who don't have a voice, we are to be the voice for those people. And when we do that and we fight the fight for that reason, God's presence will be there. He put us there for that reason because that's how he created us. Um, you know, self-control, uh, like we, we hit on it just a minute ago, self-control of a warrior is knowing you have the skills at any moment to destroy and take anything that you want. But self-control is being giving that, love and that power and putting it in the context of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ.
that knowing that any time on that up the hill to Golgotha or any time that they came and get him when Judas betrayed him, that he could have called, as he said, legions of angels down to destroy every one of them, but he didn't. He chose not to use that power because the greater good was more important to him following out the commands of his father, uh, you know, our great commander, um, that he used self-control and love for people and the power to restrain what he would like to do to protect his mortal body. Um, you know, we talk about Jesus being a warrior, and some people are like, oh, how can I see Jesus as that? Well, um, Revelation 19, 11 through 21, you want to know what a fierce warrior that Jesus Christ was? You want to know the fierce warrior uh I mean, you look at his 33 years on this earth, always fighting, always battling, always standing up for those who couldn't for themselves. And I think, you know, that's what he has called us to do. And we have to show that strength. I mean, the strength and the internal fortitude that it took to take the beating that he took. the strength and courage it took to walk up that hill being sped on by the same people that he healed. You know, uh, man, that, that, you know, like I said in the last show, that's a hard, that's a hard one to swallow. That's a hard one not to be able to just to call down every power that you have upon you to just, totally annihilate everybody just like God did with Noah in Noah's time um, you know and, and Jesus won't when his return is here that we know is coming because it's promised to us uh, you know in Reve- then I saw in Revelation 1911 and then I saw heaven open and behold a white horse the one sitting on it is called faithful and true, and in righteousness he judges and makes war. 14. And the armies of heaven, arrayed in fine linen, white and pure, were following him on white horses. You know, that just shows who Jesus is, and we are the ones on the white horses in white linen, those believers. So, you know, as I go back to what I said earlier, you, we're talking about being secure in our death. Uh, I, I jokingly say, you know, no matter what happens, if someone is to take this physical life from me, I know in my faith and my confidence is that they're going to see me again and I'm, I'm going to be with the winning team the next time. You might have got me this one, but on the next time when I return, I'm going to be on the winning team, and you will see me again. You know, so in the end, we have the ultimate victory, right? Uh, not that I ever want to see uh, anyone burn eternally in the lake of fire, as it says that will happen. But, you know, if that's your choice, that's your choice. And you have to 
you have to choose your sides. Uh, like Pastor Randy said yesterday, indecision is a side. If you're not choosing Jesus, then you're on Satan's side. Uh, but uh, not in those exact words, but that's the that's what I took out of the context of what uh, our pastor at church yesterday was saying. It was a great and amazing service. Uh, but also... Uh, you know, continuing in Revelation, uh, verse 15, from his mouth comes a sharp sword with which strikes down the nations and he will rule them with a rod of iron. He will tread the winepress of the fury of the wrath of God, the Almighty. So if we don't think of Jesus as a warrior, those verses should confirm it in your mind that when God sends him back, and we are with him, those who are faithful and true, that we will be the ones on the white horses following him. But if you look at, you don't think of God as a warrior, the Son as a warrior, and the Holy Spirit as a warrior, then I think we have to really um, take a step back and reassess our evaluation of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yes, he is all the pretty things that women want to see and I think that all those pretty things have to be a part of being a warrior we have to have self-control we have to have the power to control the wrath that is in us and make sure that we are pointing the weapon um, of the truth of the gospel to when it is best used, to when it is best. Uh, we have to be very tactical in our use of it when we're talking to non-believers or those who are questioning their faith. Uh, I think it is very important. We look at Jesus and his life, and he was very tactical in how he used it and how he attacked the Pharisees and how he dealt with them. And, you know, he knew that not every battle he was going to win at that time, and that's okay. Um, reading a book, Raising Men, by Eric Davis, um, you know, he was talking about SEAL training, and at some, forget what stage of it it was, but they put him in a, put him in a room in a white box and sent all these guys out there, <coughs> excuse me, and he kept coming out of the box, and attacking six dudes, five dudes, four dudes. And he kept losing because the odds were stacked against him at that moment. And they kept asking, and at the end, they asked him, why did you leave the box? That was your safe space. And the point of the, the, the test or the exercise was to let them know even as a Navy SEAL you have all these skills, you have all these abilities, you have a sometimes it's okay to be in a safe place and just sit still and wait for the threat to pass. Because we have to access the battle in each battle that we're in in our daily lives. Is it worth the fight or do we need to back up, regroup, get up with our teammates, uh and brothers and sisters in Christ and, and bring them with us for this fight so the odds are more in our favor. Uh, with Jesus on our side, the odds are always in my in our favor, I think. But at the same time, 
even Jesus tell it, two are better than one, right? Uh, that the more believers in Christ that we have on our side, the stronger we are. So, you know, we have to create our, uh, our fire teams, our squads, our platoons, our companies, right? Uh, break that down into uh, your close group of friends, uh, you know, your, uh, your company in my aspect would be, you know, your local church, um, platoons or guys within that church, um, that you hang around with, that you feel like, uh, that you communicate with on a weekly basis that, you know, kind of think the same way you do and y'all share the same views. Uh, and then your, your, your fire team, your seal team, if you want to call them, uh, of Christians is that of your close friends who y'all believe and keep each other honest and keep each other true to the faith and the gospel of Jesus Christ. You know, I was, uh, as we look back at Easter, you know, and talking about Jesus as a warrior, you know, we look at, um, yesterday, you know, how does, how does, how does, how does Friday make Jesus a warrior? Well, he sacrificed himself for the greater good. He took the, as we know, he took the punishment that was due and deserved by each and every one of us from the beginning of the time until now. He took that wrath of God upon him for us. Should have been directed to us, but he chose to put it on himself. That's self-sacrifice for a greater cause. And the greater cause was each and every one of us on this planet to come here now to come and ever will be to give them an opportunity to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. So in order to further that mission that was given him, it called for a self-sacrifice. As I call it, you know, on the, on the way up there, the enemy, Jesus had been fighting and each turn, each turn he thwarted, in the battles, he put down Satan's attacks, right? He thwarted them. He turned them around. But as the enemy grew closer and the Pharisees and the people and the evil is in their hearts, he uh, he realized, I don't say he realized, he knew all along. But in my thought process, he's realized that you know, you're you're in this foxhole now, right? You're in here fighting and fighting and fighting, but you're running low on ammo. You know, the situation is desperate. Um, and what do you do? Well, in looking at it, Jesus was baiting the evil. Jesus was baiting them in. He was the he was the bait. He was to allow the people to come in to uh, draw draw the enemy in closer. He was drawing fire from the enemy upon himself, and once the enemy got close enough. On the cross was a danger close mission to 
eternally dropped the hammer on himself, the full wrath and justice of God upon himself in order that we could be free and have the opportunity to accept who he was and who he is and have eternal life. Man, uh, that is uh, the ultimate sacrifice for the ultimate cause. The ultimate warrior, the greatest warrior to ever walk the face of the earth in a way that encompassed self-control, love, right? Self-control and love. Being able to control the power that we know that we've been given inside of us. Use it for good, not for our benefit, but for the benefit of others. And we have to have love in order to do that. So if we look at it from that standpoint, that is what the total picture of being a warrior is about. It's not about the rage and the violence and all of that stuff that we see on TV or in the movies or what a hero should be. No, a hero should look like Jesus, that he small, he fought the small battles and the big battles with the same intensity, but with the cunning and tactical planning that would ultimately give each one of us on this earth a chance to choose him as our Lord and Savior, a chance to spend eternity in heaven with him. That sacrifice that we had that opportunity is what makes him the greatest warrior. Man, we are called to, we're called for battle here on the earth uh, to give people of the earth the opportunity to choose life or death and their choice of believing in and who Jesus Christ is. Um, at the end, he will be the the judge, jury, and executioner of their souls, whether it be here in heaven or in the lake of fire for eternity. Our mission, men, is to provide that opportunity to everyone on this planet that we come in contact with or that he provides a path for us to go to we must step into it like a good and faithful warrior would with the confidence that our commander, our general, our leader will never forsake us, never leave or forsake us, that he is always there with us. And our life on this earth no longer matters. And that we have given it over to our love for Jesus Christ. And in that, our eternity is secure, men. That is the guarantee that we have from the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And it is our mission here on this earth to lead people to the choice to provide them the knowledge and wisdom of who Jesus is and give them the opportunity to accept him or not. As we know, there will be those who do not. And... We understand that Jesus is the one who can save. 
he is the only one can save. He can only want to lead them down the road to his salvation. But he can be strategic in using his warriors and placing them in front of those people in order to get them to make the right choice. But making their choice for them is not our job. Our job is to be the good warriors, the good soldiers, to do the good grunts, the Marines, right? Wherever we're needed, no matter what career field we're in, whether you're a janitor at a school or you're the CEO of a corporation, our mission never changes. We just have to use different tactics in different situations in order to be successful in our mission. Um, you know, if, if, if Jesus came back and I've said this before and I'll say it again, if he wanted a sit rep, if he needed a sit rep situation report on what was happening on this earth for right now, uh, there would be a bunch of us fired for not stepping up and being the warriors that he put in our hearts and souls to be the warriors that he has called us to be, to walk the walk that he has called us to walk myself included. Um, but man, I just, as you know, we answer this call that he has called us to, it is time for us to step up and be the warrior. Uh, you know, I understand there are things in our lives that we think limit us, but we have to remember that as believers in Jesus Christ, we have the supreme confidence. And that is that our salvation is secure in him and that our strength comes from him it's not our strength you know uh, you look at you know Saber Brown Ryan and Tom Hanks's character pushing forward it that is the courage that God puts in our heart we could have stepped there but he no he chose to move forward and to lead those men into into punch a hole where it needed to be punched and as followers of Jesus Christ that's where we need to be that's where we have to be we have to be willing to step up and punch that hole in Satan's hole in this world and as we see right now it's time for the warriors to, to team up we need SEAL Team 6 it's all in and throughout Christianity right now we need men to group up. And then we need, even more importantly, we need those men to form a church, to form the company that we need for God's glory and his honor to be able to send out these SEAL teams, to help train up these SEAL teams to go out and continue to spread the mission of Jesus Christ and his word and the gospel and the opportunity to, to accept him into people's lives. You know, I know there's a bunch of shows out here um, that talk about the church. You know, you hear them, you see the podcast, you see them on Facebook, wherever you said, there's a bunch of church talking about men being men. And I get it, and we need to be, but there needs to be a hub there needs to be a local gathering place of all these ministers, great words, ministers, fellow believers that men are called to be warriors for Jesus. And we need a place that we can come together as one huge body of men, 
of the warriors of God kneel, pray, bow down to our Lord and Savior to not believe in the word of man, but to see the truth of God in our hearts and to allow that to come out and share that together so we can share our strengths with one another and then go out to every place on this earth with bold confidence and tools that God gives us and the tactics that we need for each and every situation in each and every country that we could face that may bring danger and be willing to give our life to go there in order to spread Jesus's message. Um, I don't know how or what that looks like. There's a lot of smarter people on this planet than me that could probably figure it out uh, that are true followers of Jesus. Uh, if you know any of those that, uh, I mean, I have a vision of what it would look like. And, uh, man, it's just pretty overwhelming. It's hard to uh, say on this show. Maybe that would be the next show, talking about what that vision looks like, really. Uh, this is about bringing men together to form the warriors that we need to be to form the SEAL teams for Christ that we need to be. Uh, and I just pray that in my life that I have left that I could be a part of it with you men, uh, that we can share in, 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 the, in the victories of the daily battles that we go through with one another. Uh, it's an honor to be doing this show. Uh, like I said, it is God-led. It is um, takes me about a week and praying and, and listening to God. And I'm so thankful that uh, all of you that hear it, that he has led you to it because it's for sure not me, but it is for sure him. And I'm honored and grateful that um, as I work through this to try to get better because that's what he has put on my heart, that I thank y'all for sticking with me and being patient with me. But um, being a warrior for Christ is the most important thing we can do in our life because if we're being a warrior for Christ, then that means our homes are being fought for, our communities are being fought for, our cities, our country is being fought for for the right reasons, and we can no longer as men be quiet. As Christian men, as true believers and followers of Jesus Christ, it is time for us to group up, band up, and start tactically attacking Satan in this world. So... That is to call them in to spread the uh, gospel. Uh, you know where to find us. We're on Facebook. We're on uh, not so much on Twitter. I have one, but we're not there too much. But Facebook, Instagram. Uh, if you like the podcast, please subscribe on whatever um, outlet you choose to listen to it on. And, uh, you know, man, as always, praying for you this week that God strengthens you and grows you once again so that he can build you in the right area so that no matter what your area of expertise is, what your area of influence is, he builds and strengthens you, strengthens you to be the warrior that he has created you to be. So with that, man, as you go out to today and this week, remember, answer the call of men.